This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is joined by horror royalty. And welcome to episode 221 of Movie Drone. I'm apparently horror royalty, Steve. You're definitely not horror royalty, <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Who'd have thunk that that's my, uh, that's my intro? Ooh, you that one as well. Well done. I did, yeah. Changed it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I didn't have anything. I just looked at him. Shit, I've not got anything. Freaking <laughs> Christy, I just used that. So there, there we go. Thinking on my feet. Thinking yeah. on my feet. So how have you been? I've been all right, mate. Been all right. Been doing my uni. I've been to measure some trees. That was quite exciting. <laughs> took took the family on a trip down to measure some oak trees. <laughs> did yeah? Yeah, loved it. I did loved it. <laughs> well, it's the thing now. I'm getting onto my uni things. Most of my house jobs are done, aren't they? Uh-huh. But because of that, I've got to go shopping Saturday. Oh, yeah. Like to a proper shopping place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, mm. like when the shops are there and there's people. I mean, I'm aware of, it, the, of, of shopping, yeah. Still, after Saturday, Christmas shopping will be done. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> All done, ticked, mate. You not scared? Not that, even November yet. Are you not scared that it's like a new thing will come out on the telly and Couldn't the kids and all that shit. go? Oh, we want that. No, we want that. No, thing. it's done. Don't want that thing we wanted last week. We want that new thing. Nope, it's all done, mate. All ticked off. I went and saw the Miz. That was good. I mean, the, the Les Miserables. Yeah, it's not good, is it? It was great. It's I was front though. row. Front row. <laughs> Had a woman next to me. She kept farting. <laughs> bit eggy um but she didn't come back for the second half so that was good <laughs> she that pooed her pants I, that's why i reckon mate so i said to cass i was like i think she might have you should herself. have sent cassie in there so go and see if she pooed her pants because yeah, she'd was, have been in the toilet it was good singing along sing along sing you along it was great. <laughs> you're fucking it was great <laughs> it was brilliant um at the car mot'd my car do you know the car that sits out the front yeah did 124 one. miles last year yeah, did it yeah <laughs> cost me 300 quid to get it sorted out because it's all seized up. <laughs> Apparently, I've got to use it more. That was good. Is that the one with the movie drone sticker on yeah. the back? Yeah, right. get loads of hits off of that. You do? Yeah. <laughs> well, you would do if you drive the fucking thing around. Yeah, need to, apparently. Just park it somewhere public. It cost me public. more in pounds than it did miles. Park it somewhere public. Yeah. I'm going to take it to this shopping place on Saturday. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> if it makes it. How's your week been then, mate? Happy New Year to you, mate. Hey, I mean, a bit sombre. Wasn't it? Mm. A bit somber. I mean, I went down the beach. Yeah. Um, took Doug for his his final walk. Yeah. Down, down the beach. Oh, that's oh, a nice way of looking at it. Yeah. 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 And uh, and I was a little bit surprised. You know, yeah. like I mentioned that um, I, I wanted to bring him over, and I was scared yeah. that if I dropped him, he'd end up like with. If I dropped him and he and I had Tarmac to scoop him, him up, yeah. yeah. Um, I was quite surprised. I thought I thought when you got ashes, you you scatter them, and it's like all the dust goes. Ooh. It's all dust. Um, I scattered them on the beach. <laughs> I scattered them on the beach. It just made like a pile of of stuff. Heavy, heavy. Yeah, and it is. It is. So like, we just stood there, and it was just like a, a pile of of rocks. Yeah, I've seen them do it to a human. Have you? Yeah, we got a crematorium up near us, and I've been up there doing measuring some jobs, right. and I've seen the little machine they use to, I suppose, grind it up. No, I thought yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to like open it and just like waft it. Waft it around. Yeah. It would have gone in the wind. It doesn't it, go like that. It just no. floated. It just sunk. It sunk was similar the... when we did it with my dad. It was oh. quite a lot in there. And you open the 
pot and we all sort of scattered a handful and you look in the pot and you think it's quite a lot left <laughs> it was yeah it took quite a while made yeah. quite a big pot I, I had to manipulate it was just under the water just mm. so just the water was kind of, the tide was going yeah. coming coming in so I thought like a bit on the beach and then a bit went into the water. It was nice. It was yeah. nice. And then I had to manipulate a bit of sand just to cover him up. I didn't want to leave him oh, exposed him. to where people could just stand on him. So anyway, we put some sand. We said our goodbyes. And, and there we go. Oh, it was bless. it was very poignant. Yeah. Um, I saw that Ben was saying, uh, what would you, uh, Doug do movement yeah. on a T-shirt he'd like yeah. to do? I can tell you, Ben, he'd do fuck all. <laughs> he'd do fuck all. Um, he wouldn't give a shit no. about it. Um, honestly, it's, uh, it's, a, it's sort of a single word answer. It's an easy answer question. <laughs> <isn't it>? Nothing. <laughs> you said, "What would Doug do on I'm the front on, of your t-shirt on and on the back?" Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he wasn't bothered about anything, Ben. He wouldn't have been bothered about this. He wouldn't have been bothered about um, about him him being on the beach or nothing, no. mate. He wouldn't have been bothered, and that's what I loved about Although, him. Although he was the king of acting, bothered. <laughs> so everyone would go oh a doggy and he'd run up to him with his tail wagging and I think oh I'm going to get a stroke and then he would last second dive off and just fuck off on it's his it's the nose. equivalent of walking up to someone and going to shake their hands and then yeah. putting, your, putting your finger up to your nose <laughs> and shaking your he fingers fuck it. off it was great maybe we should have a watch we should have a watch would Doug do t-shirt yeah. with nothing on the back and a what would Ralph do t-shirt with fuck shit up on the back <laughs> yeah. uh, me and Jill can have them like a matching pair but there we go Ben thank you very much for uh, for thinking of him, and uh, and that's what I did. It was a poignant moment in my life, and uh, and uh, yeah, bless him. Yeah, bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless me. Bless me and Jill. Bless Jill. Yeah, bless Jill. Bless Jill. So, uh, mate, got any thanks? Yeah, I got thanks to Film Rage to soundtrack your life, Collateral Cinema, the podcast that wouldn't die, Keith Noakes, Manic Pixie Weirdo Pod, Lewis Rame, and Right Stuff Reviews. And I've got special thanks this week, quite a few people. So I've got Jill, Cassie, Jamie Russell, Glyn, Sean Panner Nicholson, Emirate Movies, LJ Human, Ian McIntyre, Mr. Positivity, Ben and Paul from Filmbusters, Ryan, Cinema Recall, Ryan Repulsive. Mm. It's not that Ryan. It's yeah. another Ryan. Okay. And uh, Mike, Mike and Oscar and Kareem Helliwell. Oh, so thanks. some new people on there. So thanks to everybody for your retweets and thanks to everybody for your specials. And uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Promo? Hey everyone, this is Ryan L. Terry, film and theme park critic, screenwriting instructor, and figure skater. You know, there's something about the magic of motion pictures that's always intrigued me and ignited my imagination. I firmly believe that the greatest art in the world is the art of storytelling, as the great Cecil B. DeMille once stated. Whether it's diving deep into a film's theme and symbolism, just kicking back and enjoying a guilty pleasure movie for pure entertainment, or discussing my favorite genre of horror, I love sharing my thoughts and feelings about movies with my students, friends, and fellow critics. You may have heard me on shows such as One Movie Punch, Movie Drone, Epic Film Guys, Movie Geek and Proud, or Cocktail Party Massacre. And if you would be interested in me making a guest appearance on your show, send me a direct message. Would love to get the conversation started. You can follow my film reviews at rlterryrealview.com. That's real with two E's. You can also find me on social media at rlterry1 on Twitter, where you can join the conversation with me and the rest of hashtag film Twitter. Thank you for listening, and I will see you at the movies. You played that because we got a mention, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I wonder good. when we leave from Ryan again. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe soon. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? So uh, that's uh, our lovely friend, uh, Ryan L. Terry. Um, you can get him on Twitter. I mean, yeah. Yeah, all of his stuff's on Twitter. It's well yeah. worth going and having a look or listen. Yeah, professor. Well, do you think he's Professor Horror or Professor of Horror? 
I don't know. Better I think Professor Horror. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go with that. Go on then. Welcome to the Mark reads some film lines in some similar voices and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag what's that film? There we go, there we go, there we go. So it's a quiz. <laughs> Is it block, blockbusters or something? It's, Is that what like it was? It, it? No, no, it's not. It's not oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> don't know where that came from. So, uh, yeah, you see your quiz? Yeah. Who got what and what was it? It was Turner and Hooch. That was, great film, Turner and Hooch. I only got it on the slobber. I, yeah. I don't I don't watch it. It's great. I don't, I don't watch kids' films. I want a dog to Bordeaux. That would be the dog I'd I love. know someone who's got one. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and the it? fucking thing is massive. Yeah, lovely. It sits, it's like a puppy and it sits next to their kids on their sofa. Yeah. It's like 13 times the size of them. It's great, huge. Yeah. Anyway, LJ got a four. What? Jill got a four. She did. Jamie Russell got a four. What? Dave H got a four. <laughs> and Emma got a four. Glyn got a five. Oh, right. You think, you know, that's it. Glyn oh. won. No, mate, we got a heavyweight weighed in here. <laughs> ben from Filmbusters has decided to start playing. Has he? Probably because he got a five, but he's come <laughs> in with a five. <laughs> so let's see. He, he's got, I've joined now. I've joined the competition. Did you right now carry on? He's committed himself, really, mate, because I've got the evidence. Okay. All right. Well, well done, Ben. Well yeah. done, Ben. It's nice for Glyn to have someone to play with. Fight, yeah. Play with, yeah. <laughs> play with. I was going to say fight against. I'm going to say play with, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, let's see. Let's see. We, we'll pit them together yeah. each week. Try and build up some sort of rivalry that turns yeah. into a fist fight next time they meet. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. That's what we do. We fuck shit up. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, what did I get? Oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked it. Carrying the fucking uh, flag there, mate, for movie drone. So, what you got for us this week, mate? Five points, mate. What's that feel? Oh, look, another glorious morning. Makes me sick. <laughs> oh, dear. Ignore the accent. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was what I was working on. Yeah. Um. Uh, 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 no, I don't know. No, four points in, mate. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. No. Four points in, mate. <laughs> What's the film? Dead man's toe. Dead man's toe. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Dead man's toe. It's been a while since I've seen this. So Is it? Yeah. Uh, Need to visit it again. Really, do you? Um, mm, no, I don't know. Here's your early money shot then, mate. Three points. What's the film? Damn, damn, double damn. <laughs> <It's> money shot. <laughs> money shot, is it? Yeah, that's your early money shot. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know. Uh... No. no. I'll, I'll give... The second clue. I'm going to give two lines in this second clue because I really want to do it. But here we go. Two points. What's the film? Goodbye, cruel world. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, I've got to be honest. It's in the back of my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've had it in the back of my mind. I, I can't really get it. And no. I, I know. I know I should Goodbye. know it. No, I know I should know it. But I'm not feeling it tonight. Go oh, on. One point. Yeah. What's the film? I put a spell on you. Now you're mine. Uh, uh, I put a spell on you. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> yeah, I was going to carry on singing then. Feel like yeah. you've got it. I, I should have got it a bit earlier. Yeah. I mean, you know that I fucking hate that film. So thank <laughs> you very much for doing that. And I've seen it once and I yeah. fucking hate it. Yeah. But um, okay, I mean, you'll probably get a few more people. Um, ben uh, versus Glenn, that's all we care about. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> Ben so, versus Glyn, guys. So when you just uh, for one point, Ben versus Glyn. 
<laughs> Let's get them live. Let's no, fucking no, get them live. No, we care about everyone's scores. Make sure and send your scores in, everyone. We it's need to not... do a lot. We need to do a version of this yeah. where we get like five or six people Ooh, on and do a thing. One, yeah. We do, but it's difficult, isn't it? Because mm. people can't show the... It, it, yeah. it doesn't work like that, does it? No. It would be a lot of editing to make yeah. it. So anyways, let's not bother. So, um, so yeah, uh, please let us know uh, if you can get more than one like me, uh, how many you got and what you think it is via DM, please. Please. Disappointing, that. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. This is... Never seen you move so quick. Yeah, trying no. to get to that button. I'm trying to get my papers you aligned. <laughs> thought I'd caught you out. Like a flash. Um, <laughs> so uh, please, we've we've had a couple of questions yeah. in, I think, since last week. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, we have. No, yeah, we, yeah, we have. Yeah, we yeah, definitely yeah. have. Yeah. So um, so we've had a, a couple in. Um, one's about uh, something that I don't know a lot about. Mm. Uh, an American holiday thing. Mm. I don't really know anything about that. It'd be nice to. To, uh, I don't really know the history around it. But anyway, we'll get to it when we do the, uh, the yeah. question. But please, uh, people... Be around the November the 24th, apparently. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. For some reason. I've no idea why. So please... Send us in some questions, mate. Where can people send them? They can send them via Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. And uh, we're continuing uh, on. It's like a second part of this week. Yeah. Second part. So, uh, mate, moving on. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call question, question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time, question time, time for the question, question time. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> right, so this is the second part. I'm not going to lie. These ones are not as good as my okay. last week's ones. Right, okay. so, uh, so a few funny letters and that in there. But anyway, so the, just reiterate the question. What, what are we doing? A to Z of horror. Yeah. And this week is N to Z. It is, so we had... Uh, we had <laughs> Z <laughs> or Z as we like. Uh, to call we had a, we had a, uh, a couple of people send theirs in, yeah. which is good. Jamie sent his uh, first one. It does require quite a lot of work. So yeah, I think sure. uh, I think it was Ryan, wasn't it? Ryan Repulsive, mm. was it? Who did uh, who did his? So thank you very much for that. So uh, so let's normally go. Ryan actually let's let's put. Normally, oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? But I think it's a Halloweeny thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I fucking didn't realise. Yeah. I thought I thought it was like someone. Repulsive, no, uh, a repulsive Ryan. Oh. I thought it was. Well, I didn't mind. Didn't realise it was an actually Ryan. <laughs> yeah, but thank you very much anyway. So what have we got then? Uh, N N, no mercy. Right, villains who don't care who people are. They just kill them. Right, don't give a fuck. Put feelings into a horror villain. It all goes wrong, doesn't it? Like uh, Halloween Kills. Yeah, and you just fucking smash it up. Yeah, yeah. but if you start giving them feelings and conscience and stuff, it all goes wrong. It does, yeah. Smash them up, kill them, stab them, cut their head off, stamp on their head. Kill the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Take them down. <laughs> Smaller the better. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I agree, mate. I agree. My end is Nosferatu. Oh. Should have seen it, 1922. One I'm should desperate to I know, say. we talked about it before. And uh, and I, I really think that I should have seen it. I'm probably, probably not going to get a lot out of it. I'm not a classics man anymore. No. But I said I wanted to do Hammer Horror as well. So no. maybe I can start with Nosferatu and work my way up. Okay. Oh, originality or lack of. Right, okay. So, I mean, there's something about a new film, a film that tries something new, isn't there? Yeah. Even if it doesn't always pay off. And I find horror movies more forgivable for, for that. Right. I yeah. think if I see someone trying a different genre, I think that was shit. Mm. Whereas in horror, I can go, well, at least they tried something new. <laughs> it's something different. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Add a I pump. Agreed. My O is Orbs. 
Okay. Like the ones in Phantasm. Yeah. I think they were quite good. Yeah. And I'd like to see them again in another Dust, film. Dust, as we like to call them. What? Orbs. Orbs? Yeah, they do all this thing on Most Haunted, don't they, with orbs? Oh, do they? Yeah. And they, mm. Oh, it's an orb. No, I've taken photos at um, the uh, Coliseum before, yeah. and that had loads of those orbs in it. It's no, in the, dun- the, flash, in the, the dungeon flash, bit. The flash hit the dust. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't give a fuck. I never thought it was one, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm sorry. But yeah, orbs, like the Phantasm, I think they're quite cool. I'd like to see them rather than drones and that. You know, like okay. it's come up drones. I'll come yeah. back to the old school. Give me some orbs. Okay. P. Pazuzu. That's oh. said. <laughs> okay, here we go. Pictures up there. Yeah, pictures. pictures up there. Hello, Eileen Dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, P for me. Yeah, poison. Okay. I don't think we get uh, we get enough uh, no. good poisonings. I like the ones like um. I don't know. It's not in a horror film, but like in uh, James Bond. Mm-hmm. You, do you remember the one where he bit into the cyanide and it ate all his face and all that? I don't. And he was still oh, all right. Okay. I... Uh, but uh, but anyway, like like poisons, I think poison can do some damage, and I'd like to see some shit go down. Okay, Q quality, <laughs> not something that's important in a horror film. Right. I don't think. Lot gets let go, doesn't it? Yeah. Like if you see a action film and someone bleeds out, and it looks like there's a hose pipe in their neck pumping blood, you'd go that shit. <laughs> horror film. <laughs> Bring it on! It's quite in blood, mate, isn't it? It is, yeah. So yeah. you're in, you're embracing poor quality. But I, I, go, I think then. it's more forgivable, isn't it? Okay. When you at least they try and they pump blood and stuff like that, you get them real bad horror films. Yeah. But you can't help but love it. Okay. My cue yeah. is quarantine. Okay. All right. I like a, a good film based around a quarantine. We've had obviously viral ones. We've had zombie ones yeah. and all that. I like the feeling of that. It was like when you got the COVID. I was going to say the first time. Problem with that is we know what quarantine's like now. It's six months sitting in your house, not doing a lot. <laughs> no, not I mean like the area. Yeah. When I went to see, when I went to give my first COVID test, when it was all hazmat suits and yeah. all that, I got the feeling for it. I you know what I mean? That. Did you not? I never had a proper. It was COVID fucking test. mad, mate. You couldn't. You had to do everything through the window. You had to phone. The, the <laughs> <phone>. <laughs> they showed you the phone through the through the thing with a number, and you had to phone it. You weren't allowed to open your windows. It was fucking crazy, yeah, it is, mate. Ah, yeah. oh, remakes. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, completely. Or I'm not opposed remakes. to a reboot because we've had some remakes that have been all right. Were we not? We had. Uh, I'd rather they didn't. No, I know, but we had some things yeah, like some. Uh, some have been Evil forgivable. Dead Evil stuff, Dead, Chase's yeah. Chainsaw Massacre. They were right, mm. but. Do a reboot. If you want to take a new look at something, just stop remaking them. Okay. My R, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, I still think one of the uh, one of the creepiest, you like that one, uh, creepiest films. I do, mate. I do. I like it. I, it's one of my psychological ones. Okay. S for me, Signal. Please stop using no signal unless you can tie it into the story. If you can tie it into the story, fill your boots. Like what? Like, um, like how would you tie that into You the story? might see... On her next homework. Right. You might see it actually tied in. Because I was guilty of going, oh, no. No. <laughs> actually, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest. Okay. My S mm? is Scream. Yeah. And I think when it came round, it did, as we mentioned, sort of bring back to life the horror film for me. Okay. I yep. made a difference. I've just downloaded all of the screen films back onto my planner. Oh. Um, and I intend to watch them. Oh, good one, good one. T, terrible acting. <laughs> Horror, right, it seems to use a lot of cheap talent that's not quite there yet, let's be honest. Yeah. People seem to sort of cut their, what do you, what, what's the expression they go? Cut their teeth in horror films, yeah. don't they? Yeah. 
um, before they go on. Paul Rudd, isn't it? Paul Rudd, he yeah. was in one, wasn't he? Yeah, in, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was yeah, like in Leprechaun yeah, or something, yeah. wasn't he? Jennifer Aniston was, yeah, I think. Yeah, well, Johnny Depp yeah. in one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was first nightmare, wasn't he? Yeah. But yeah, generally, it's people on the fringe of semi being able to act. Makes a lot of careers. It's good. Okay, good. My tea, mm-hmm. Terrifier. Oh, yeah. Because like Scream, um, when it came round, I think Terrifier gave me that, li- li- not as much, but an injection again yeah. that went, you know what? Get back to your horror yeah. because I do wane off of it sometimes when it gets a bit stayed and uh, terrifier for me. I've um, done the job. My you, mate, Urban Legend. What? Now, the I film. Did, I, well, I love the, this is where I've got both. I love the actual film, but I do like the use of them in horror films anyway. What? I think they could use some more Urban Legends in well, films. I quite like the film. Yeah. I quite not like bad. it. Not bad it yeah. um, my you, Underground. Oh, I'd nearly, I deleted Underground. Did you? Yeah, to put Urban Legend in. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, like well, I'm going Underground. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, we. Uh, what did we, what was it? The Descent, yeah. stuff like that. That was good. I, I like the uh, claustrophobia yeah. of being underground as well. And I think uh, I think there's some good good films that could be Great made films. out of that. Yeah. Great films. The Vampires, <laughs> a horror staple. <laughs> Still don't think someone's actually come up with a really, really good, scary vampire horror film. 30 Days of Nights. They were brutal Probably, killers, yeah. As close as you get. Yeah. But generally, when you think of vampires, a lot of them are little fluffy horror yeah. or comedy horror. And actually, that's probably one of the few real ones. It's nasty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my V viruses. Okay. I know that we're all a bit virus blown out aren't we we're all a yeah. bit virus tired when you get a film like cabin fever yeah i love a good like flesh-eating virus and yeah. i think there's a few more that could be made where we could do it not not sort of like the the fucking coronavirus thingy yeah. and stuff like that but you know a proper hardcore virus yeah. does go back to our though mate remakes stop it <laughs> w women right they seem to have a lot of the final female things don't we they're quite a popular thing Showing how idiotic men are. How great they are. <laughs> I thought he was going to say you wanted more men. No. No, no. no, I like the women survivor thing. I like the underdog. No. I like the way everyone writes them off. Like, oh, I'm a man, me man. Me, me would win. <laughs> yeah, you get your head cut off, mate, straight away. <laughs> oh, what are we on? W? Yeah. Uh, woods. Okay. Nothing more creepy than a fucking wood at night, is there? Do you think? I feel quite peaceful in a wood at night. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh. I quite like it. I'd like to see you in a wood at night, especially if there's someone like creeping around. Well, it? if there's someone creeping around, then it's slightly different. Oh, well, that's what I mean. I'm talking about horror films. Of course, oh. there's going to be someone creeping around. I yeah. just want to see someone standing in the woods. I want oh. someone creeping around. All right. Huh? X, mate. X rated. <laughs> I love a bit of gratuitous nudity. They are horror, don't they? You play stupid games, still. Do I get to that. I mean, they don't even worry whether it needs to be in the story, do they? It's <laughs> like you stand there, get your tits out. Or your penis, or your penis, or your big old bush. Um, right. But um, no complaints. I get to play the game. Okay. Penis, penis, booze, bush game. <laughs> Is you call penis or yeah. pipe? Pipe, pipe, okay. pipe, pipe. <laughs> Easier to say. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my ex is extro. Huh? Have you ever seen Extro from no. 1982? No. Um, an alien creature impregnates a woman who gives birth to a man who was abducted by aliens three years ago. It made much sense. But it sounds uh, very complicated. Uh, it's like a creature feature. Old Good. extra. You never seen it? No. Oh, right. Never heard of it. Interesting. Yeah. Why? You twat. <laughs> Fucking, that's, that's, that's bending the rules no, a little bit, isn't I it? No, I shout that during a lot of horrors. People do a lot of stupid things. 
and I will just look at the missus and go, you twat, <laughs> because they've run up the stairs or they've done something really stupid. Right, okay. That Which is a horror staple. Of it is a horror that, staple. But mm. I'll, get to, I'll get to play the game. Okay. My why is Yeti. Okay. What a great folklore character Yeti is. And we had, we had Snow Beast, which was like yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's not been not been better, does it? You know what I mean? In a horror film. Underused the Yeti. I don't think I've seen a good Yeti film. That's Snow Beast. I but, don't uh, think I've seen a good Yeti film. <laughs> but, uh, but, oh, Harry and oh, the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> they could make one, though. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, they could, they certainly could. There you go. Z. Zombies. Okay. Most overused villain really aren't they in right. a horror film yeah. but when they get it right they get it right do you like the fact that they've made them like in comedic in some things I mean we had yeah you do like that like, I, I don't necessarily like there's I, like love stories and that about yeah vom- uh, zombies zombies <laughs> <laughs> zombies like um, I can't think what there is but there are a, a couple aren't they're, there they're like a vampire they, they seem to have crossed over a lot of movie bits mm. but I like it when they get it right and you get a proper nashy zombie okay well I'll talk <laughs> about that my Z is zombie flesh eaters mm. um, have you seen the full chief film zombie flesh eaters I don't think I have we haven't there's an eye gouging scene in it mm. which is one of the most horrific uh, that you're likely to see in a zombie film and a zombie versus a shark okay. in it where a zombie has a fight with a shark I've know. seen shark zombies. No, it's not quite uh, as bad as that. Well, <laughs> well, maybe it is, but it's a it's a faulty film. It's like a proper classic. And if you've never seen Zombie Flesh Eaters, my friend, I think you should watch it. It's along the same lines as Cannibal Holocaust. That's what okay. you and that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, well, it's I mean, a proper classic. There we go. Yeah, that was it. Thanks, Jamie. Yeah, thanks. Enjoyed that. Like yeah, send us in your enter Z's. Yeah, enter Z's, please, everybody. Enter Z's. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, thanks very much, Jamie. We're, we're, we're going to get on to some some more of your uh, lovely questions, listeners, as soon yeah. as we can. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. We saw a film. We did. We saw a film. It's currently five point one out of ten on IMDb. Is an eighteen one hour fifty one minutes. Builds a horror thriller. With a synopsis of the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in this final instalment of this trilogy. $20 million budget, so far grossing $57 million. This is directed by David Gordon Green, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichak, Rohan Campbell, Will Patton, Kyle Richards and James Jude Courtney. This is 2022's Halloween Ends. Yep. It's been four years since Michael Myers vanished without a trace. Hello. What are you going to do when Michael comes back for you? Because he is coming. But this time, something feels different. He's more dangerous. There we go. I thought that was going to be the instrumental version for a little while there. There's not a lot in the trailer, mate. No, it wasn't, yeah. And uh, it wouldn't be a Halloween on Movie Drone without the Professor of Horror... Ryan L. Terry. 
Hey, thanks so much for having me back. It seems like only last year that we got to sit down and talk about a Halloween movie. It seems like longer. It does. And we we have promised to have you on again. And Yeah, you always say that. And every year goes by and then you never have me on. We we need to get you on for something other than Halloween. (laughs) Something we can talk positively about and rejoice yes. in an amazing film well that well, would be really nice it's been my uh, fault this year ryan i do apologize no, yeah. no no it's not your fault it's this year mm. 2022 has been a t- just an awful year for cinema and it was january so, last year uh, last week yeah i'm sure it was yeah. i don't know where the last <laughs> 10 months gone <laughs> there we go so, so how have you been yes. then ryan you've been all right i know obviously you said that 2022 has been terrible for cinema but how's it been for ryan Oh, 2022 has been very good for me. I uh, bought a house. I was I also uh, bought myself uh, a new car, got an electric car because the house I bought was 25 miles from work. So I actually bought myself a BMW 3 Series, which is a plug in hybrid. So I get the best of both. So that was kind of a fun thing get to do. Uh, In the last year, I received a promotion at work. And I'm loving um, uh, my classes this semester, uh, teaching uh, sitcom writing for the first time. So it's really cool. Uh, A lot of fun. Get to talk about situation comedies and watch a lot of sitcoms. And having written two seasons of Forza Crowd, I'm able to pull that experience into our discussions, which is a lot of fun. And some. Um, I mean, that's enough, single. Ryan. I mean, that's a lot. That's uh, a lot. You've yeah. done a lot this year. A lot, isn't it? Yeah. Buying a I house, am. buying a car. And, uh, that's what normal right. people do, Steve. They do a lot. <laughs> do you get to watch and, and, uh, English sitcoms, like the best ones? Um, do you get to watch any of them? Actually, I have used a clip of uh, uh, Faulty Towers. Oh, right. <laughs> so I used, uh, used, uh, used a clip or two from, uh, from Faulty Towers. And, uh, but. I, I do have something I'm cautiously optimistic for because I'm probably going to jinx myself now. But I had a date last night and it actually went well and he's still talking to me. So it's just <laughs> like, whoa, I think the earth just moved. Yeah, hey, hey, that's it. So, um, so but, yeah, so, so 2022 may not have been a very good year for cinema because I can't even name you 10 films that I've liked this year. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to even make a top 10 list at the end of the, at the end of the year, I've got up to five and even like three of those, actually four of those are just, I really liked it. And there's just nothing else for me to pick. So I'm even struggling to get to five, let alone 10, Jeez. but we'll see what the rest of the year has in store for us. So uh, here we are again for uh, the sort of the final chapter of the end of Michael Myers, maybe, uh, maybe the end of Laurie Strode. Who knows? Who knows how we're going to look back at this? But <laughs> we will hash it out today. <laughs> we'll do indeed. Um, I want to just open up and just just get into the film, shall we? The old yeah. school, the old yeah. school titles are back. Yeah, and they they're really good. I do like those. I didn't like this. Oh, one. The, did you not like you these ones? If the rest of the film was as good as those opening titles, we'd be having a much different conversation because I also really like the opening titles and thought that it was going to be kind of a throwback style. And uh, the only thing I want to do with it is throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like this one. Well, the, what? Sorry. The, the, this, 
As in the pumpkin one. that was yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I loved the last one when it was cooking and it just sort of cooked and uncooked right. itself. This one, they were just sort of coming in and out of each other. Right. Didn't grab it. Did you not? No, okay. not for me. Oh, I quite like it. Perhaps I'm, I'm just like miserable. <laughs> really? Well, he um, was going for something different, which yeah. is what David Gordon Green was going for in general. Yeah. So I suppose the opening titles are setting us up for... Let's take Halloween in a different direction, even though we're supposed to be tying everything up as this is the end of a trilogy. <sighs> go on then, mate. Let's, let's go on. Go on. What? Bring it on. Bit what? bland, wasn't it? Bit bland. Bland. I think yeah. bland is the word for me. I, I kind of see what I was trying to do, but I just felt every character lacked an edge, and they was just all a bit... I mean, even Michael lacked an edge for me. Laurie especially... Just, I just thought, Mark, like, when you when you say Michael, you may need to be more specific. Are you referring to Michael? Are you, are you referring to um, the shape? <sighs> Both. Uh, can I? Can I? Can I? I just felt everything. Just something about it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like a horror film. Well, it certainly didn't feel like the film that they were building up to. No. As far as I'm concerned, I, I mean, if if this was amazing. I think I'd look back at the trilogy and think, you know what? You work through the trilogy, you get your payoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm still looking for the rest of it. I feel a bit shortchanged. Oh. Bland. Well, Bland. I think it's because this could almost be, this could have almost been the second one because in addition to having all that exposition at the very beginning, recapping Halloween Kills, virtually nothing that happens in Halloween Kills matters to this movie at all. You can go from Halloween 2018, which I affectionately refer to as H4O, because H2O is my favorite sequel. Uh, you can go from H4O to Halloween Ends. Really, you don't miss anything other than Judy Greer dying, which you also get reminded of at the beginning of this. So I suppose you can skip the Halloween kills altogether. Uh, you know, while I find this one uh, like you, Mark, I, I find it to be dull. Uh, I do like it more than Kills. Uh, so I, f- I found Kills was unwatchable. Uh, this one was watchable. It's not saying much, you know, considering, you know, the one was a dumpster fire. So we're just a little <laughs> above, a little above that. Here's the most positive that I can be. I do appreciate what David Gordon Green attempted to do to add a thoughtfulness to the action plot and the subtext. Uh, So I I appreciate his idea of creating a melodrama that's going to masquerade around as a slasher. But, you know, in doing that, it just doesn't feel like a Halloween movie, which is a a bit subjective, but really more, more, more objective is there's no genuine suspense because it's incredibly predictable and it's not fun. It's just when you, uh, you know, watch these movies, they're supposed to be fun. I was speaking at a, an event called Scream Queens here in Tampa, at which we watched Friday the 13th. Uh, I got up on stage along with a local author who, who's written a horror adjacent book. And then we talked about slashers, final girls and horror in general. And one of the points I made in the, in the talk back was that the slasher is supposed to be fun in retrospect. We can read all these thoughtful themes in it, but I don't think 
that Wes Craven was thinking about uh, all the thoughtful themes we get from Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't think he was uh, look you know, really thinking about trauma, which this one also you know has to deal with, and revenge. And, and I I don't think Halloween the original uh, was intended to become the subject of classroom discussions. And yet we we find these things in there, but they're not setting out to do it. And what he did here is he's like, I'm going to force these themes on the cycle of trauma and how society creates monsters and how, you know, nobody's really born evil, even though Dr. Loomis says he was the embodiment of evil in the first movie, but now he's no longer evil. Now he's the creation of society. It just doesn't work. It just falls flat. I mean, obviously, I come from it uh, slightly different angle. So I liked uh, the second one a lot mm-hmm. more than you guys because I think it gave me what I wanted to in a Halloween film. Lots of blood and gore and violent kills, and I liked that, and I didn't really like the character building in the first one. But um, it was just, I mean, everything disappeared. I actually thought that I was going to get something along the lines of Freddy versus Jason. And I know that sounds really weird, but a standoff, a final fight between... Hey, um, Freddy versus Jason Laurie is and, Yeah, it, it is, yeah. I mean, you can imagine Michael on one side and Laurie on the other, and there's this big fight to the death on, on in the whole film. But obviously I didn't get that mm. at all. I, I don't know what the weird character shift was. I just lost it the moment that, that neither of them became the main character. Mm-hmm. And I just found it uninteresting. I, I, I felt like I was watching a one again, a new yeah. number one, yeah. where they were, they were the building something else. Do you else. think that's what this is? Do you think this is what this is alluding to? Oh, no. I think this was just uh, a bunch of different ideas, none of which were entirely fleshed out, and we'll just put them together and we're going to have the ending that we feel people want in in the film and and i think he has a very clear message here his his message is you know monsters aren't born monsters are created by society that's the message here and why that you know that doesn't work is because uh in addition to i believe that some people are just born a bad seed um but that's you know that i know we can't really prove that one way or the other but what we can what we can talk about is that he's no longer the boogeyman. We are literally told in the first movie uh, that he's the boogeyman. Laurie uh, says to uh, uh, to Dr. Loomis, was that the boogeyman? And then Dr. Loomis uh, replies, yes, I believe it was. So like, we're, and he just talks about him being just the uh, ostensibly the seed of evil, but apparently not. So in addition to sucking the fun out of uh, what we'll call the Neo slasher, uh, filmmakers, including David Gordon Green here, are removing the boogeyman. And I'm using uh, air quotes for those that are listening. Actually, I'll put it in italics, but I don't really know how you communicate that, whatever. So in italics, boogeyman uh, or, or monster factor from the killers. So instead of accepting that our killers are monsters that have evil running through their veins, you know, the filmmakers feel the need to explain why a monster isn't a monster. Rather, the killer is created by society. And up until Halloween Kills and now Halloween Ends, you might have asked yourself, what makes Michael tick? 
And the short answer is we don't know enough, or at, at least we used to have an insufficient amount of knowledge about his psychology, sociology, physiology, but that was a good thing, but that's no longer the case. And so the boogeyman is no longer the boogeyman because we're communicating to the audience that these boogeymen, boogie persons are now created through moderate bullying. I mean, that's what I feel he's trying to communicate. And that's why, you know, I think it just, it just doesn't work. Not for, you know, Halloween, not for the slashers in general. Yeah. See, I, I thought they could have gone a different path of it because when they was getting sort of Allison and Corey, getting their team. I, I, I quite liked the bond they seemed to have. Right. And I thought it would have been a good idea as a rise up against, uh, they're the two sort of beaten down people that, and then they have to rise up against this evil with Laurie, but to sort of drag him along into that evil bit. So he had evil in him, which I don't like Ryan said, I don't think he did. I don't think he was born bad. It was just great opening scene, by the way. We, oh yeah, I love the opening. Oh, it was yeah, kid bounty. Yeah, it was just like I watched it, and I just looked at um, Cass, and I was like, "This could be good." Yeah. I didn't see that uh -huh. coming. No, it was like wow. And then I thought, "All right, he's getting bullied. He's getting bullied. He seems to have this bond with Laurie. We spent a bit of time with him bonding with Laurie, and then suddenly Laurie saw in his eyes that he was evil, which I'd never felt he was. Mm. He wasn't a particularly good evil character. I didn't believe he was born evil." He seemed a nice guy that just had a little bit of shit luck. The kid was evil. He was a little pro. Oh, that kid was awful. Yeah. That kid that kid got what he deserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're right. That opening was great. I mean, it's not scream level great, but it's not that far removed from it. Like that's. And so I have really appreciated uh, the, the, all the, the pre-title uh, sequence. That whole prologue was fantastic. And, I thought it was setting up something that we would be like, wow, you know, this is maybe like, like dream warriors. Uh, so we have, even though I like Freddy's revenge, um, I know it's not the strongest sequel in the franchise, but I like it. So we go from nightmare one, brilliant film, Freddy's revenge. It's campy and um, fun to talk about, but then we get dream warriors and dream warriors is on the level of the first one. It's, it's a brilliant tertiary installment and that's what this could have been because we have, you know, Halloween kills, which we all have our varying opinions on it. I didn't care for it, but I thought that does just because the sequel, the wasn't very good. That doesn't mean the tertiary installment can't be good. Cause again, dream warriors. Well, after that opening, I thought, ah, we're maybe going to be on dream warriors level here. Oh, well, it didn't take long to, uh, to realize, nah, that's not it at all. No, I mean, I think the uh, the Laurie montage uh, when she explained about sort of becoming a, a housewife and and they glossed over <laughs> all the mob mentality that they built up so much. In oh, the, I'm so glad in the evil one. dies tonight has gone. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, just glossing over it and saying, yeah. yeah, in that four years, it's all gone. And 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 oh, I don't know. When I, I didn't quite get the bit. Michael Myers was what in a in a storm drain for four years. Is, yeah, that, is that it? I, I wasn't quite yeah, not getting active. I mean, that's where his post goes. Down the road from the Laurie. Mailbox? <laughs> yeah. down, down the road from Laurie. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry if I'm missing something here, but I, I didn't quite no. get that. It's, um, You're not missing anything at no. all. There was nothing to nothing to get. So, yeah. And he seemed to get, I don't know whether you read it the same, but he seemed to get his power from this Corey. Because up until Corey had gone in there, I don't know whether the way he looked him in the eyes and we had that moment, 
Was he well, regenerating with his anger no. with them too? To, no. I, I really I, didn't get it. I no. think what we're going for here is very similar to um, Jason Goes to Hell, the final uh, final Friday. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jason Goes to Hell. Are you? I've seen it. Yep. Okay. That's what I think we have here uh, because in that one, the movie's been out for 40 years or whatever, so I'm not going to avoid spoilers. And so, so Jason's barely in it, but it's his force, you know, be, you know, becomes, um, and I forget the central character's name, but he, Jason's uh, life force possesses him. And so he start he, you know, turning into Jason and that's what I think we were playing around with here. It was reminiscent of the final Friday. At least that's how I interpreted it. And, and Steve, since you've seen the final Friday, I mean, what do you say to that? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think I got the vibe um, as soon as it started happening from something and I wasn't, couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. It is the same sort of idea. Yeah. Where, where they get the force from these things. And I, I, I've got it down here. It's like a, a supernatural bit or a possession or, and it's like, but like he's like a Padawan. I couldn't quite work out what they were actually trying to get at. Um, but then I think they've taken from. all the supernatural away from Michael. Cause there's always that point where you think, is he mortal? Well, you can't he's... live down a storm drain four years without eating and that. Can no, you, but right? no, but you look like he was built into the wall at one point. But like you it? say though, they put that supernatural <laughs> element in that mm. you question, yeah. but mm. then they've spent this whole trilogy trying to make us so we can relate to Michael and he's more mortal, and he seems more conscious mm. um, rather than just a stab him up, slash everyone. I don't. I am pure evil. I, I don't think, care who you are. Yeah, I think this is another sidestep that I didn't quite get because in the second one they made him so brutal and so Almost hardcore, Jason esque. Yeah, wasn't and, and and sort of so so strong. And then this one they brought him down to a level where he could barely lift a knife. Um, for a yeah. while, and, and and yeah, it was just a another sidestep. I think. Do you think he was just a beaten man? Do you think that's what they was trying to get after the last one? He realised everyone rose up against him, and he was just a beaten man, and he needed some motivation to go back to where he was. Oh. I mean, I don't. Know, four years ago, he slaughtered an entire team of uh, firefighters. I mean, I don't know if like four years is just going to take you from that to. Uh, not being able to lift a knife. I mean, that seems a little bit of a stretch. I get he's older, but in four years, you're just basically a mouse of a man. Mm. I don't know. And you just give up killing for four years. Like that's what he does. He is a monster. And mm. I don't know if we're to buy him as a monster. Why would a monster just stop for four years and then why the hell is he befriend the homeless guy? I mean, I would think that he would just kill the homeless guy. Like, why? Why is that's just so strange? His like, there's it's just like he only kills babysitters. <laughs> but like, a, like, that's not the case anymore, though. That's been long established. So I don't know. The whole storm drain thing is just so bizarro. Mm -hmm. So horror movies, what? you get that feeling and you know, that peril that intensity. Did you get any of that? There's too many sidesteps in it. Yeah. I, I, there was just no point where I thought, oh, someone's... Like, we go back... I think it's Ezra Miller, one of you, got absolutely smashed around into the um, balustrades and stuff like mm. that. Mm -hmm. And you saw that scene where you just thought, fuck. Mm. Even the biggest kill scene, which I think was in the junkyard, mm -hmm. didn't even involve him, did it? No. 
for me, it's more about the fact that we had the um, the lorry turning into a housewife yeah. sidestep. We also had the the change of shift of main character in it, uh, that yeah. sidestep. Then we had this one with Michael becoming what he was and what we say a broken man or whatever, living down the storm drain. It's far too many. In the first hour of the film, we had no kills and so many sidesteps. We only have something like 12 minutes of Michael through the yeah. whole film or something, something like that. I mean, I didn't have a kill for the first hour. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a melodrama. That's what this is. It's a melodrama that has a little bit of you know slasher elements uh, in there. And to me, this reminds me of if the CW was to create a Halloween like made-for-TV movie this is right up there with all the plots from any show on the CW or Freeform because they all play there. They use the same playbook and that that's what this is. It just reminds me of the story is reminiscent of something from the CW or Freeform. And it was, I think it was his attempt. All the drama was to add some gravitas to this poor excuse for a slasher, you know, by spending time on dysfunctional family dynamics. And, and after this trilogy, I am convinced that no family unit uh, is healthy in Haddonfield. We've got bullies, manic and demanding moms, overbearing or weak fathers. Nobody feels real in this town. You know, all caricatures of what we don't like about some people in society. There's no normal. Normal's never established. And so... So without establishing that sense of normalcy, how do we know when chaos ensues? And, and so because we're supposed to have normal, then the slasher upsets the order. And then we wind up in some kind of order at the end, even though we may realize, oh, the slasher is not really dead. But we wind up with some kind of order. This is about dysfunctional families and generational trauma and how society creates their own monsters. I mean, that, that that's what this movie's about. There's a lot of bullies in Haddonville, you're right. Yeah. All of them. They're all bullies. <laughs> it's like this is a whole town. <laughs> so we got we got to talk about performances because obviously we talk about the film. Um yeah. is there any that, that that sort of stand out for you? I mean I thought all the performances were right. I just didn't think the characterization and the writing of the characters was very good. Yeah. I've got I've got yeah, no they're... issue with a performance. I didn't think, oh, that was shit. I just didn't think no. they allowed them enough rope to use their character for. Do you reckon Jamie Lee Curtis is happy with the way that um, Laurie ended up yeah. after the first one? Again, it's a character issue. I think she was. But do you think? Do you think she would be happy? Do I you d- think she's happy that, of how this? It's got to be our last ends. go, on it surely. Well, as you, Laurie, you that's got to be so. the bowing out of Laurie. And if it is, I think it's quite a sad way to go. <laughs> writing an iconic character out, yeah, of yeah. movies like that. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Do you think she's she's happy about that? I mean, she she turned into she did turn into a housewife. Jamie Lee, the actor, or Laurie, the character. Uh, I think uh, Jamie Lee, the actor. I think. Are we happy? Do you think oh. that she would be happy about the way that it went? Do you, I mean, surely she must. I, I don't. I I know in interviews that she's like been really been pushing the movie. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. just because she's like. David Gordon Green is like, uh, Jamie, please. I know I've got a steaming pile of shit film here. We you, ended terribly. Don't forget you get I've 2%. Got to get, <laughs> I got to get, I got to get people in the seats. Please pretend that you really like it. I don't know if it's that or if maybe she's just uh, happy to have been part of something that has lasted for 
50 years. I mean, from what, what, from 1978, I mean, we're getting close Mm. uh, to, well, I guess 40 something, whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're, um, it didn't feel like Lori. It just doesn't work from where we saw her to where she is now. Mm. Why would Lori no longer care about Michael? I'm not saying she has to be still crazy, but why would she just like not care? Like he's like, she doesn't really care that he's out there. Like, that's just so weird. Lori would never be like that. I mean, for example, in, um, in Halloween H2O, even though she is now the uh, headmaster of a posh boarding school and probably uh, middle to Northern California, she still fears Michael because he's out there and every Halloween. And that's the, and that's some of the conflict between Josh Hartnett's character um, and her. And I, I forget his character's name. But uh, because uh, because of Halloween, she's still this, you know, 20 years later, she is concerned and worried. So even though she's moved on and she has a successful career and she's she may drink a lot because it's only a, a drunk, drunk Lori Strode, but she still worries. And so here we are only four years later. That was 20 years later. Here we are only four years later and she just doesn't care anymore. Like Michael's yesterday's news. So I don't buy it. No, I just think it's going to be Laurie's last. I, I cannot see. When do you think they're going to touch it again? It, I mean, it's going to be retired-ish to a point. We normally have to wait a period before someone else grabs hold of it and says... Oh, Laurie Strode, this was it. The, the, the which Laurie... Is, I, just, I just find it sad for Jamie Lee. Yeah. That's, it's an yeah. iconic character, isn't it? No matter mm-hmm. how, how you want to look at it, she's a final female. She's had, She's gone all the way through, and yeah. she has outlasted Michael. And that should surely go out on a bit of a high than a little weak. Sort well, of, maybe if we were all high, we would have liked it better. <laughs> ah, well, <laughs> I mean, this was the weirdest thing, because at the end of our cinema visit, we walked past some people and we've got these seats, Ryan, where, I mean, I'm sure you get them, but they're like a recliner. They're all leather. They've got yeah. the bits. There was two people asleep. <laughs> and when I mean asleep, they had bought a blanket with them <laughs> and they was asleep. Like they, one wow. of them was starfished. The girl was proper in. The whole theatre had left and I had to stand there at the end to make sure that they were still asleep as everyone had gone. And I was talking to the, the usher guy and he was going to have to go and wake them up. So they must have gone early. They've probably got kids. They're no, they were young. They was like early twenties. Oh, is it? But they obviously did nothing for them. They obviously didn't know who Laurie Strode was. They went out like Laurie. Well, we also <laughs> don't know what they were doing during the movie, and maybe that's why they were tired. There you uh, go. Was there a cigarette close by? No, I didn't hear any rustling or anything. <laughs> I was reasonably close to them. Um, oh, we got okay. the iconic score on that. The sound was pretty good. As again. I, I, I like the sound in all of them. Do you think the score was good? I, well, thought, I thought the score, la- I mean, the score didn't have much to do because it didn't have so much no. peril that it well, kept you trying go. to bring you yeah. in. So it, for me, I don't even like- think we got the theme music very often. Of course, we get it at the beginning. And, yeah. and I like it more than the second one. The way they remixed it or reworked it for Halloween Kills, I didn't like. But I like how it's almost a return to form in this one. But I don't recall hearing it during the film, I mean, oh. do you recall any sequences in which we get the uh, no. the John Carpenter's famous? Uh, I don't want to call it a jingle, but just the uh, those those 
just those few notes. I think it goes round in my head every time I watch a Halloween film. It's just going round and round in my head. I mean, I don't even recall any first person camera work, which for me, Halloween is very beginning. And when um, Corey arrives at that couple's house, when uh, when mom answers the door, but you're right after that, we don't get it at all. And then that doesn't even last very long. So it feels very um, haphazard and rando Mm. because it's just like, oh, we're going to do this for a shot or two. And then we're not going to play around with it at all. The rest of the movie. Mm. There were a few deaths, not many. Not anything like there was in the second one, and probably there, None there with was Michael that were good. No, there, well, there was one that I liked. Go on. Well, not not. It doesn't have to be with Michael. I'm just no. saying with Kills. the DJ death. I thought that was quite funny when the oh the you know, tongue. Yeah, that was so, I, I like that. I like that. It was I really that, that was really remember. good. He cut his tongue off and put yeah. it on the record. Oh yeah, didn't, around didn't, around. didn't yeah. yes. And, he, and that yeah. was quite a brutal yeah. one, and I quite like that. Had a bit of fun to it actually. That was probably the most fun. Yeah, it was that, in there. That that that's a scene that sort of um, made me think of the yeah. second one, and I did like that. Yeah. That that was a bit of me, but I, there weren't a lot else, was there? I've, I've, I think that. the first. Well, there's the, the one kill that was the homage to the original, and and I I I I, I liked it. I I like seeing the return of the um, you know, hoisting them up on the wall and the knife going through them, because that reminds me of the what's is it Billy is the 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 guy. And the the boyfriend in the first movie who winds up uh, in the kitchen stabbed mm. to the wall, and I like how there was a uh, callback to that particular kill, and it didn't feel like gross nostalgia. It was just like because uh, it was just you know just it was just one kill that was really you know taken from the original, which I think is fine, and I'm, and I'm, I like I like seeing it. I like the head stomp. Always love a head stomp. <laughs> With um, I can't remember her name underneath the fence panel when. She was the one who was sort of going, oh, don't bully him, don't bully him, but she still sort of went on with it. And a part of me thought there might be a little bit of conscience there and just leave her trapped. Right. And then now I just stomped on her head. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I probably, I, I don't know, I got a little bit confused again with the fact that she was trying to talk the bullies out of it and then yeah. the next thing she was joining confused in again. Confused character, yeah. Well, I think it was all a bit confused, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, the, um, I mean, <laughs> we're moving along to the final, mm-hmm. I think. Are we nearly there? I don't think this has enough substance to discuss in depth. <laughs> no. If I'm, I, don't, I don't, just don't feel like there's enough there. Right. So we have a final fight, mm-hmm. obviously with a depleted Michael. He's not, he's not the same, is he? Nor Laurie on that fact. No, no. Diet but, Michael. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I Maybe he's just Mike. Now he's now he's just Mike Myers. <laughs> it, it's like a, it's like it's like a um, sad WWF wrestling thing, and it when you see yeah. like Jimmy Superfly Snooker. And um, saw Jim Duggan <laughs> in their sixties, and they're trying to relive it back to when it was thirty years ago. And they're all sort of flicking each other around a bit. It, it, I mean, listen. I mean, the, the fight needed to happen at some yeah. point. I mean, would I have preferred it not in a kitchen? Would I have preferred Michael to not be defeated by a fridge? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I probably would have preferred a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm listen. I don't know what you guys thought of it. I, I expected a little bit more. I wanted a climax, and I got a. Did you? Yeah, I wanted a real. Come on, that's made it worth it. Rather than I think a, we have a, a damp squib. A well, a premature ejaculation. Yeah, going exactly. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you didn't like it then? No, no, not at all. I mean, can you remember a lot of it? Can you remember 
a lot about i remember the refrigerator falling on exactly, and yeah. then he gets strapped to the uh, like oh no like like pinned to the table she keeps putting the knives through or the butcher's block or yeah. whatever the yeah. uh, kitchen island kitchen yeah. island yeah and so i um there's that and uh yeah but no real the... suspense to that one was there there was no real like we knew where he was no. we knew where she was and there was no surprises in it. There was no double take, no point where you no. got sort of, you thought, oh, no. And it was happened. very short. It was predictable, sure. It did not last very long at all. No. I mean, there was the, the bit where she cut his wrist was was quite um, a point poignant. It mm. was like, a, a, especially cutting it downwards. Mm. That was quite mm-hmm. a, that was quite a sort of coup de gras, wasn't it, mm. um, at the end? I did like the way all of off. the... Uh, Police were like, all right, we're all going to deal with this together as a community. <laughs> Strap him on the top of the car. Well, talking about, yes. well, talking about communities, because obviously this is where the mob come back. Yeah. They all came out, didn't they? Doing a little bit of research. Uh, the That big victorious moment in which they strap uh, Michael's body to the car and drive it through town into the meat grinder was not something originally planned. Apparently it was added um, oh. because, uh, yeah, it was never supposed to be in there, but like they the... decided at some point yeah. that they needed this final scene. Yeah. Um, it was never supposed to be there. I like the way during the film we see him ride into the scrapyard and it seems to take a lot longer than the 20 mm-hmm. seconds of him strapped. <laughs> I mean, you'd have thought he was just at the end of the street. Suddenly we got the scrapyards moved closer. Did, did you have a moment, because I thought to myself, when you saw that, that machine yeah. earlier on, I thought to myself, you know what, Mark's going to be saying to Cassie, and that's going to come back later. I know. I yeah. thought you might do. Yeah. Uh, did you not get that moment? Yeah, yeah, you did say yeah. it. Yeah. Did you ruin it, it for Cassie? Of course yeah, you did. Well, no. I knew there. I didn't think it was going to be Michael. I thought there was going to be a kill. Right. Because I watch YouTube videos of them things and people mm. putting stuff in them, right. which is great. <laughs> and I knew it was going to be used for a kill, but I thought they was going to use it when they was at the scrapyard. So when they turned right. up at the scrapyard, I was like, yeah, and I was having here. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it wasn't supposed to be in here. So I presume that the final fight was supposed to be the final fight and that yeah. was it. And then at some point, whether it be through screenings or, or looking at it, they uh, they decided to add this. I suppose they've had to close the door, haven't they? Because typically with Michael, like we all thought he was dead in the cellar. We knew he weren't because we knew he was getting a trilogy, but there was no way he could get out of that. And then suddenly that mortal, immortal thing comes through where, mm-hmm. how has he managed to get alive? I mean, he's in bits. Yeah, yeah, he ain't coming back in this trilogy. No, of course. I, I don't know if you liked that, Ryan. Uh, whether it would have been better left out or, or what? It was a bit cheesy for me. But yeah, it was it was very cheesy, and it's just not fulfilling at all because we didn't build up to that moment. It was the whole thing that the showdown was anticlimactic. I would have much rather Laurie died. I mean, that's that's the ending that I wanted. I wanted I wanted Laurie to die. Like they like take each other out, and then we see Michael move a little at the end. Like Laurie's dead, we think Michael's dead, but then we see him move a little. Uh, Freddy versus way. Jason moment. <laughs> yeah, k- kind of. But then it like it ties up the Laurie Michael story, and it hints that you know Michael could you know still you know come back around. Whether or not he does or not, I don't think we would be like, oh, well, we need one more. I just think that would have been so much more satisfying uh, and they kind of get each other, but Lori dies. And that's what I think would have been much more, I mean, much more impactful yeah. and much more shocking 
I think, you know, to actually, she's like, they had some balls to, to finally kill off Laurie Strode. But I think she could have gone out in a blaze of glory. And that would have been much more satisfying than watching the shape get um, meat grinded, grinded, meat grinded uh, to, to death. And it was just kind of like, oh, uh, uh, See, for me, okay. it, it also felt like, um, like a tick box thing. Mm. Like just to make, we assume at that point he's already dead because she mm-hmm. stabbed him up. She's cut his wrist. So in fairness, they're only dealing with a corpse just to close that box. Yeah. And I think with a Halloween film, as much as Laurie Strode, she's the final female, she's the one we're supposed to be cheering for, we're all a bit sick and we all cheer for Freddy's and the Jasons and the Michaels. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we want them. We don't necessarily want retribution against them. We just want them as killing machines. Mm-hmm. And he sort of went out on a whimper. And you, I think this could harm Michael's legacy because he, he's just gone out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's this is exactly why I said, do you think Jamie Lee Curtis would be unhappy with the way that the character goes? I mean, the only offshoot that we're going to get from this is maybe something like a step for wives with Laurie Strode, you know what I mean? With her doing her cooking and shit and stuff like that and uh, gradually going mad. What I think we're going to get, if we do have more movies and it's probably going to make enough money to warrant more movies and we'll, we'll get one in several years or whatever. I think what it'll be is they'll go back to Halloween 78 again and they will start a new timeline uh, from it. Maybe not focusing on Lori. Maybe, you know, uh, you know, uh, Michael, like like that's the end of, of Lori. And then we have a sequel that is a spinoff from the original. Uh, but maybe we get we're now going to use um, uh, the kids. And we're going to tell their you know, story and we will just resurrect Halloween through that way. Or we'll go back to maybe we'll follow the H2O timeline and we will actually continue that. Well, skip Resurrection because that, that was terrible. Uh, so it, I still think Resurrection eh, is it still my the one my the one I like the least. I don't know. Or like we could do something like that. But I say go back to 78. And you start a whole new, a whole new saga and you just focus in on other characters uh, like uh, the kids whose names escape me. Maybe it's like uh, their story. I mean, we, we, we're going to watch it, aren't we? Yeah. That's the thing. We will watch it. It's just, mm-hmm. just seems to be a little bit of a, uh, of an anti-climax. Well, the thing is we care. This is the thing. We care about the film. We care about Michael. We care about Halloween's, mm. and I think mm-hmm. our anger more of it is disappointed because we are disappointed. Mm. We yeah. care. We we want good films. We we want Michael. Bring us more Michael. Bring us a killing machine that's evil. Please, let's yeah. kill yes. some people. Yeah, there we go. I, I mean, I, t- I totally agree, and I think that we've had um, we've had we've had a quite a good little run with the first two. I know you guys like the first one, and and I liked the second one. We had a, we had a, a a good we've had a good little laugh, haven't we? We've had some good fun yeah, with them. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame, and I think it's just I think this is what I'm hearing from everybody. It's just yeah. like, ugh. yeah, great. It's like one of your chicken pot pie things. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. disappointing, bland, and disappointing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> scores, uh, scores. Who's going first? I don't. I don't mean I don't mind. We've got to ask Ryan, really. Yeah. Uh, it's, I forget. Uh, it's uh, out of a hundred. Yeah. So. Um, I will give it 
I don't remember what I gave the other one. I probably gave it like a 20 or a 30. Uh, so I like this one a little bit more. Uh, I say 40 because okay. it's not quite good enough to be average, which would be 50, but it's not, a, I don't, I like it a little more than the previous one. So I'll go with uh, yeah, 45. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go 45. Okay. I'm going to say it's the worst one of the trilogy for me. Okay. As I, regards to a horror film, which is what I went to see. Right. I, I didn't want to see melodrama. I wanted a horror film. I mean, so. yeah, yeah. Um, I've got 31. Have you? Mm. I mean, I'm surprised I've got 32. I've actually okay. got one over than you, but I really, really didn't want to see melodrama. But I didn't really want to hurt on it that much because I understand they wanted to do something mm. a little bit different. It, yeah. I just didn't like nor understand any of the bits that they did. I have seen other people say that they really liked it. Okay. Um, but uh, Oh, no, 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 no. What you've heard are people who who are coming to the defense of this movie simply because, because the predominant opinion is that it's not good. You're going to have those few that are, that are going to defend it because what they're going to say, this is just fuel for those esoteric pretentious make, make you want to vomit conversations that always end with, well, you just didn't get it. <laughs> oh, it's not for everybody. And it's just a way for some critics and cinephiles to, to uh, you know, insist that their opinion is superior to others because they're able to see what the general public can't. And so that's what you're hearing. I do not for one minute believe that you can uh, come up with enough demonstrable evidence from this movie that warrants some of the defense that I've seen of it. I do genuinely hope someone's liked it though. I mean, I love, I, Ryan. I love Ryan. I love it. Yeah, brilliant. it's great. It's amazing <laughs> point, but I do, I'm sure there are some people that actually really enjoyed this. People with uh, with awful opinions, <laughs> so we don't listen to them. People with yeah. people with really, really, really lots of feelings. Yeah. Like people, people. No, really... like they have no expectation that a, a movie should tell a good story, and so they just and this doesn't tell a good story. Doesn't even Barely have tells good a story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's barely a story. It's like a bunch of ideas, kind of disconnected. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably agree that it, all of these ideas belonged in something earlier in the trilogy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and, but hey, twenty eighteen, great. And I, I've since uh, since twenty eighteen, I've rewatched it a handful of times. And uh, other than it shifting where it falls in my and my ranking, whereas I think originally I liked it more than H two O, and now that a few years have gone by, I like it. You know, it's just after H two O, in my opinion. Um, so even though there's been that shift, all in all, I really like 2018. I think 2018 had a great story. We had great kills, fantastic characters. It was like it was just like incredibly high quality, and it felt like a slasher. Mm-hmm. And it, it, but yet it, it wasn't, it didn't feel cheesy. Like nothing in 2018 felt cheesy. It all felt like it took itself seriously, but we had some fun moments. So, uh, I mean, so out of this trilogy, at least we, at least we have that. We got, you know, out of three, we got one really good Halloween movie. I mean, we we beg to differ on which one it was, but yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. I did enjoy uh, the Halloween kills. So, uh, yeah. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Ryan. Yeah, of course. Are Obviously, you, you've, got, you've got to do your socials and stuff. We need people need to know. 
I mean, I'm yet to share your Halloween one. That will go out with our tweet and with our I know, our I broke the rules, but I no, can't no, get no, it you're out fine. there right after yeah, no, the... Uh, yes, absolutely after, fine, but we'll yeah. share it with <laughs> our one, but... Obviously, they can find you through that, but where else can they find you? I find me, uh, hang out with me on Twitter. You can find me at RLTerry1. Uh, you can follow my blog, RLTerryRealView.com. It's real with two E's. And if you're uh, interested in listening to a sitcom, although it got, you know, I uh, got canceled after two seasons, uh, you can listen to uh, my sitcoms, uh, 20 some odd episodes. And it's uh, Forza Crowd on all your on all your podcasters. And I'm currently working on um, uh, my book that I hadn't been working on since I was writing Forza Crowd episodes. And now that I'm not doing that anymore, I'm able to return to my book, which is sort of an evolution of and sociology of horror. And so I can get back into that. So that's the nice thing about not writing the scripts anymore is I can just uh, reshift my focus and and get back to that and hopefully, you know, finish the book in the next year or two and we'll be able to get it out there for others to read. Excellent. And you're off to Halloween Horror Night. Yeah, I'm off to Halloween Horror Night. That's it. Uh, This is my sister's very first time. Right. So so I'm excited to get to uh, experience uh, Halloween Horror Nights with her and it being her first time. There is a Halloween house there. It's not really that good, but there is a but there is a Halloween house there. Too I think many I've, I think I've been in that yeah. one. I think well, I think Halloween was there when I came over. And, yeah, and this I is, think I've been. You went to the good one. This is the right. not. This is just the not good Halloween because there's just too many Michaels. Why do I have like five Michaels in the same room? And so it's just it's just it's just a little ridiculous. But I'm really looking forward to getting to experience something that I enjoy every year. Uh, with my sister and, and continue enjoying other local haunts. I love going to all the haunted events around here. I've got two others coming up this weekend and that it's just it's such a, such a fun time of year to get together with friends and enjoy being scared. I think five Michaels in a room is uh, an idea for a new Halloween film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> while you're writing. Yeah, good name for a band as well. <laughs> what five, five Michaels, Michaels in a, in a room. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> we'll enjoy that, Ryan. Um, quite jealous because we'll just be going home to bed. But um, but yeah, yeah, enjoy that. And thank you so much for joining us for this trilogy. We've of really course. got to do some 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 other films. It doesn't. One. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to. It can still be horror. We love your takes on horror, um, and we always enjoy listening to to what you get out of them. Okay, so Ryan, you have to quickly stay with us while we uh, while we listen to Mark's shit joke at the end. But thank you so much for for coming on. We really, really enjoyed that. Um, no homework this week, mate. No. Is there? So, exciting, uh, have you got to give me one for next week? I can do. I've got quite an exciting homework for you. <laughs> have you? Yeah. So, I'm giving you a film, Steve. It's currently 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, 1 hour, 33 minutes, billed as a thriller, with a synopsis of an actress becomes trapped in an elevator with her stalker, starring Stuart Brennan, Brett the Hitman Hart, and Sophie Skelton. Little low-budget film. This is actually written by friend of the show, Chris Watt. Right. It's come out on DVD this week. So I got us a copy. And it's 2022's Stalker. Amazing. There we go. There we go. So I shall watch uh, Chris Watt, eh? Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. I shall uh, look forward to watching that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Bret Hart, Mark. It's got Bret Hart in it. I mean, he's second billion. (laughs) Don't get excited he's in it a lot. Right. It's like Chris Jericho's in Terrifier 2. Yeah, he does appear. Okay, but, there we go. Yeah. Next week's main, yeah. undecided, I think, are we? Undecided. Yeah. 
I'm hoping to see Terrifier 2. Yeah. I think it's out soon. Yeah. I don't think we'll be able to fit it in. Yeah. But I'm going to leave it open-ended. Yeah. It is hot. It is uh, Halloween-ish. Yeah. So horror. We need to do a horror. Yeah. So it's either going to be Terrifier 2 yeah. or the Hellraiser film. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. How about that? A remake? I don't know what it is. Oh, Reboot, maybe. Yeah. Who the fuck Ooh. knows? Uh, so we have to see. But uh, yeah, let's do a let's do a horror film. Okay. Uh, Hellraiser or Terrified Two, whatever Hell we can get to see. Hellraiser. No. Stop. Not that one. Stop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Let's do it. So, um, are we ready? Thank you very much, Ryan. Again, <laughs> are you done? Yeah. Okay. Say goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye then, Mark. Say goodbye then, Ryan. Oh. <laughs> 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 goodbye then, Ryan. See you later, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, this one was sent in by Emma, so don't blame me, right? What do you get when you mix human DNA and goat DNA? I don't know. Banned from the zoo. What? <laughs> 